Do you want to play some RPGs, but you can't schedule anything with your friends? Because they're dead? Why not listen to our podcast instead? Brought to you by our patrons, Scribbles and Carlo. Hello, welcome to the Probably Bad Podcast, a podcast which is definitely bad. I'm Pencil. I'm Paper. Today's Probably Bad RPG idea is Inverse Urban Fantasy. In a world of magic, you play the people investigating mundane phenomena. I like this one a lot. Yeah. I spend probably more time than is healthy in the lowercase s supernatural side of Tumblr. And a lot of the time, you see people basically having to go, yes, your house might be haunted, or it could be carbon monoxide. I like you know a setting where carbon monoxide is, like, a cryptid. Well, you know, you've got air elementals. Mm. Why not a carbon monoxide elemental? A carbon monoxide elemental it actually sounds like a really cool villain. It's not really related to the point, but I actually really like the idea of a carbon monoxide elemental. Okay, future patron homebrew mm. carbon monoxide elemental. It does have the slight problem that carbon monoxide is not an element in either a scientific or a cult way, but fuck it. I don't care. I feel the elemental knows more about what's an elemental than we do. Well, maybe, maybe my setting has a third kind of element. <laughs> It's Which just... is a compound. What is the compound version of an elemental? A compartmental sounds like a really weird IKEA-like product. Yes, it's a carbon monoxide compartmental. <laughs> you, you get it for IKEA, and you have to make it into a bookcase before it drives you mad and kills you. <laughs> but back to the idea. Back to idea, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it could work if, like, magic had, like, you know, specific limits, mm-hmm. as magic is wont to do. Uh, but technology has different limits, so it doesn't, like... Like, so if, for example, magic, it's hard to communicate f- easily through magic, which does tend to be a thing magic isn't great at. Like, you don't tend to get a lot of mass communication with magic. So you get people organising, like, what's the opposite of supernaturally? But like uncannily well, and people are trying to find a mundane explanation with magic when actually they just have smartphones. Like it. What is the opposite of supernatural? Because the obvious thing would be like subnatural. Yeah, I guess. I guess it... that's that doesn't feel right. What does preternatural mean? That's a word, isn't it? I think preternatural. Like preternatural means like when something's not actively supernatural, but it's outside of the norm so i guess that would work here yeah mm. like, and now we're just imagining a really good way to distract a D party for a good half hour would just be <laughs> is this a hologram or a high level illusion yeah i mean that's the other thing is like you try and cast a like dispel magic on it and nothing happens and everyone is like holy shit 
it's a Steve. <laughs> because in this world, Steve Jobs is the ultimate wizard. Hmm. I like to think it's just the first human that they met was called Steve, and they just assumed that was the species name. Ah, oh, that makes sense. They introduce themselves like, hi, I'm an elf. And the guy just goes, hi, I'm Steve. Nice to meet you, an elf. All, all of my plot points are based on, like, bad 1950s sitcom wacky misunderstandings. <laughs> but yeah, I think I like to do with humans being the, like, creatures in the shadows. Because humans are always, like, dominant species for some reason. Um, and I like to do with humans being the ones who are, like, skulking in the shadows. I do like that because I, if all the other species have magic, then they're going to assume that anything is magic, and then humans mm. are just like, "I have invented computers," and they all lose their minds. Horror story, but it's just one human with a shotgun. <laughs> Behold the difference, engine. <laughs> like, there's. I feel like there's because you know you have the sort of semi-cliche of like it's it's a fantasy world but no it's actually a our world in the future mm -hmm. like it would fit in well with that if you had like modern technology dug up that way i found a mystic ancient artifact and it's just call of duty <laughs> i like that like the idea of Either something from the future has been sent back in time or modern technology as remnant of an ancient civilization. Mm. So you end up with like, oh no, William the Conqueror has nukes. Like, I'm just imagining like a tank goes back in time to medieval Europe and everyone is like trying to find the tank, but they... I don't know where this would go, because I feel it's hard for people in medieval Europe to stop a tank. But... It is, but also, eventually, it will run out of fuel. Yeah. What if they learn that you can fuel the tank on, like, goats? <laughs> the thing with this is I don't think you can, unless it has some sort of, like, biomass converter. Like, there's What only... if solar-powered tank? Yeah, I mean, I don't know enough about tanks to know whether or not you can have a goat in one. I think I feel like I know enough about the internal combustion engine, and bear in mind I don't know a lot, but I feel like I can confidently say if you shove a goat in it, it will no longer work. What if it like just? I do know a lot about goats. What if it just has like the goat? Does it like if like in the Flintstones movie where it's just running on the ground to pull, move the tank along? <laughs> I feel like medieval people could figure that out. But yeah, I do. Like, I like it, like, sort of combining it. I like, like, you could have sort of like. So, time travelers have gone back to medieval times to fuck with the timeline, because that's what time travelers mm -hmm. do. They don't want to fuck with the timeline too much, so they need to keep things hidden. And your agents of presumably the crown trying to investigate these reports of weird phenomena, and it's just people with guns and smartphones and a tank that's edited to run on goats. Not altered, edited. Edited, yes. They, they hacked the tank. Um, but yeah, I like that. I, I like the idea of that kind of time travel conspiracy 
you from the perspective of the past because usually when you have that it's from the perspective of the present and it's people from the future it's um there's it's that film where an astronaut ends up in medieval times except from the perspective of like some random guy that works in the castle yeah like you're you're just like the royal spy master and all of a sudden there's like a guy flying around in a helicopter and you need to figure out what the fuck it's also making me think about all of those things of like ah this skull is clearly a cyclops and it's like my dude it's an elephant just of like the way that someone would interpret things especially if they do have magic mm. because a lot of things that are we would consider technology do look quite magical yeah like imagine introducing a medieval peasant to a lava lamp i think there's yeah i i like i feel like you've got some organizations that are like yeah we have a gun and this is, you know, a really powerful weapon. It's like, I have this artifact of great power, and it's like an iPad. They only know how to play the Macarena. They haven't figured out how to change the song. You know, I thought you were going to go with a game. It's just the Macarena. Nothing has changed about history except the Macarena has existed for 600 years. The Macarena is now considered an ancient folk song. Yeah. <laughs> I think if I had time travel, that's what I that's the sort of thing I'd do. <laughs> I'm gonna go back in time and introduce the MCU to ancient Rome. Oh, they would love it. <laughs> yeah. So there we go. When you start digging up like copies of the Avengers from Pompeii. That's what your Patreon money is going towards. <laughs> I like the way you phrase that as though we specifically do have a patron who works at Pompeii. Yeah. I'm pretty sure is not an active dig site at this point. <laughs> we can change that. I guess we're so, changing history anyway. Yeah. But yeah, I actually do really, really like the idea of you're in you're in ancient times. Well, I say ancient times, medieval times. But I guess it could be ancient times. And you're just trying to like, and you're tracking down these time travelers. And presumably, they're trying to alter history in some way. Mm -hmm. Like by introducing goat-powered tanks. Yeah, they're trying to alter history so their goat-powered tank is less of a stupid idea. Um, so. <laughs> I think, like, because, yeah, you could easily frame it as it starts off as, like, magical bullshit. Like, you know, you're investigating supernatural phenomena. Mm -hmm. And then you realise that it's time travellers from the future. And they have to figure out why they are, like, altering history and whether you should help them or unhelp them. Like, there's definitely something interesting there. Okay. Especially if there's different factions of time travellers. But I also like the idea of kind of one guy who always jumps to the most fantastical conclusion like ah oh, this person's been murdered it was definitely a werewolf there's a knife in his back <laughs> werewolf with a knife like i think the best way to do an 
Earl style thing is you have one person who is only considers the most mundane possible explanation and one person who only considers the most extreme possible explanation. So between the two of them, they come to a reasonable conclusion. And they're both wrong every time. <laughs> yeah, both. Like, it's like, yeah, you have the murder case. One is like, clearly this was a conspiracy of werewolves. The other one is, clearly this person tripped and fell down the stairs. And then a third person is like, they are being shot as we speak. <laughs> and what's this show? <laughs> I think what I've invented is like, the worst, like, I don't think it's the worst buddy cop comedy. It's not the X-Files, it's the Y-Files, because you're just like, why Why are these people in charge? Like, the entire show, they're still investigating the first crime, coming up with increasingly incorrect answers, as the clues are just more and more obvious. Yeah. At one point, the suspect confesses, and they're just like, clearly this is either an alien replicant, or they're drunk. Only two options. Yeah. Shall we move on to questions? I think we started discussing a TV show rather than an RPG, so maybe. <laughs> Our first question is anonymous. What's the worst weird animal? Okay, but what's the worst weird animal? So this, you... is, this is why I like there being such a delay between getting an answer and questions sometime, because presumably the okay means this is a response to something. Um, please feel free to remind us in emails of what Discord was related to we're animals we got involved in. I mean, there's been a couple over the years. <laughs> anyway, um, I, feel... I feel like the it depends whether you're asking from the perspective of the person or, like, the worst to encounter. Mm. I mean, like, a weird fish is probably the worst to be. Yeah. We're a wolf, but it's down the middle rather than, like, a hybrid. See, I feel like that wouldn't be too bad. Because mm. it would be hard to go on a rampage, so you could just kind of hang out. Yeah. It would be uncomfortable. It would, yeah, it would be unpleasant. But if you're not rampaging, people are less likely to want to kill you. We're insect, but you turn into a swarm, and if the swarm isn't all back in the right, like the swarm turns back into the body parts when the sun rises, so you need to make sure they're all in a human shape. Where mosquito, but specifically one that is carrying dengue fever. <laughs> We're tree. Not an animal. You know, if it says it has to be an animal, every full moon you just turn into a grey toque. The it does, doesn't it? Well, it has to be an animal. <laughs> I, I barched the beat of my own drum. We're tree. <laughs> we're tree that's made of... We're tree that's made of meat. Tree is animal. We're wolf, but a dead wolf. <laughs> every full moon you just die. Yeah, and then like you know, you come back afterwards like that was that was fucked up. I went to the wolf afterlife for a bit. It was all right actually. I was mostly just running around in fields. It turns <laughs> out the thing we tell small children is true. Like you go to the outer place, you're like you're in the wolf afterlife. There's a bunch of 
wolves running around in whatever wolf has like it's just a guy there's like yeah every full moon i send a wolf corpse <laughs> you know what i think would be surprisingly okay would be being a wereworm just hang out in the dirt for a little while and it's night time so most of the birds that eat worms are asleep so i think the only issue with like weird bugs of various kinds if you get to a crack or something, and then the sun moon sets. I guess it depends what werewolf mechanic you're going for. Mm. Because not all of them require direct moonlight. True. I mean, more in a sense Although of... Although, I don't like that, because that... It confuses me. How does that work? I mean, more in a sense of, like, when, when day comes and you turn back into human form. Mm-hmm. If you're in a crack, you're going to be in a problem. Yeah, I guess we can't assume sentience in animal mm. form. Like, I mean, generally the animal just goes on a rampage. And I like to imagine a worm is still going on a rampage. It's just very ineffectual. It's just fucking up a cabbage. <laughs> yeah, like, I feel like the worm will attempt to attack people. But it is a worm. Does it have little teeps? I like the idea of, like, yes, but they're, like, tied to it. Just a single tooth strapped to it with a bit of string. Also, other idea for worst rear animal. We're human. Every full moon you turn into, like, a different guy. We're baby. I feel like the one I would least like to come up against would be, like, a were-rhino. I think something really big like that would be bad. I feel a weird dolphin wouldn't be great if it's, like, the human-animal hybrid, because dolphins are creepy. Dolphins are creepy and also evil. Yeah. And humans, like, you know. I feel a dolphin on a rampage with human intelligence would be that. Mm. What about a giraffe? Like, I know, I feel like. Because when I picture a weird giraffe, what I imagine is a human with, like, you know, giraffe skin, hooves, and, like, a neck that's just voop and still a human head. So that's just silly. Well, yeah. It's silly, but also it would suck. It would suck to be a weird giraffe, yes. You cannot deny this. You would spend a fortune on ceilings. Um, <laughs> from the ceiling store, you know. Yeah. I think we're clown. A clown is not a kind of animal. Disagree. At best, a clown is a subset. It's, I guess, it's a subspecies. Clowns are actually a subspecies of rodents. Their teeth never stop growing. That's why they need to gnaw on balloon animals. (laughs) Oh no! It's all known werewolf fact. That was a cloud fact, actually. But fuck it. Unless the cloud is a werewolf. Yeah. Is it worse to fight a clown who every full moon turns into a wolf or a wolf who every full moon turns into a clown? I already have a problem with clowns. I'm not sure I want a clown with a predator instinct anywhere near me. I feel like, because I think if a clown went on a rampage, it would just be like spraying people with seltzer bottles and throwing custard pies. I feel like Werecloud might be the worst were animal just because it's so upsetting. Yeah. 
from, you know, like, scene in, like... But also, have you considered Where Gamer? Hmm. But every full moon, I already play my video games. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, so you know the scene where in, in Werewolf Things, where you have the wolf prince that slowly turn into human prince, or vice versa? It's the mm-hmm. same, but they've slowly turned into big floppy shoes. That's sort an idea. We're clown gamer. There must be a Twitch streamer whose thing is being a clown. Yeah. They turn to a werewolf and then they send extremely hurtful messages to you on Twitch while also throwing, like, custard pies. Mm-hmm. I think... I don't know if we've... I don't know if we've, like, fully finished exploring this question. I think we've finished exploring this question to the degree that it won't prevent anyone ever listening to any of our RPGs, any of our podcasts again. I'm putting it down as a future bonus episode. I want to talk more about were animals, but also we should move on. So, our next question is also anonymous. How do I convince my wimpy friends to let me run a horror one shot? Don't tell them it's a horror one shot. What you... Let them feel the horror <laughs> out of character. Have you considered chasing your friends IRL the machete? So that, like, they have like a lower base, like threshold for scary, a higher threshold for scary. Let's see. I like where your head is, but I'm a little bit concerned that they won't be your friends anymore. Hmm. Okay. And then they won't want to play RPGs with you. So, con- so have you have you watched the Saw movies? You lock your friends in yeah. a basement, and are like. You must either play my horror one-shot or cut off your fingers. And this will A, convince them to run the game, and B, do the aforementioned raise the threshold of scariness. It may lead to some problems after the game finishes and you let them out, but that's not really our department anymore. We're about RPG ideas. Not really. Think what you have to do is you start by introducing just like vaguely concerning concepts into the game like ah this this is a a one shot about needing to file your taxes so and then it's like this is a one shot about not knowing where your cat is and you just gradually get worse until it's like this is a one shot about the blood rain i love the idea of like compromising with okay so you don't want to one shot. Would you like to run a mildly concerning one shot? It's it's the new RPG genre I'm inventing. Anxiety. Yeah, like it's the entire game is the same, except you have to do it over a phone call. Like, so I feel like have you said it going the other way? And like, okay, yes, this is a horror one shot. There's a vampire, but the vampire does say wackadoodles and ride a unicycle. Like, you know, you have the horror game, but you like tone everything down a little bit. There is there is a vampire, but he is a poor little meow meow. Mm. So it's okay. World of Darkness, the poor little meow meow chronicles. <laughs> it is a, it does turn into a werewolf, but it has big fuzzy eyes. It's a were kitty. Yeah. Were kittens, were puppies. I guess you could put in the were worm. Yeah, that's that's tame enough mm. for the for 
baby's first world of darkness. Yes. Please do not let your babies play world of darkness. Well, no, like I said, you've got to ease them in. Yeah. I was going to say first you need world of twilight, but that sounds bad for different reasons. World of dimness. <laughs> world of, oh, is that bulb going? <laughs> world of dimness is set in a world like our own, except there's one vampire. Nothing else is different. There's just a one vampire. <laughs> the... There's one vampire, one werewolf, one changeling. <laughs> the odds of you being in the same city as them are very low. Like, I remember I was playing a horror game one time. I hope I hope you enjoyed these updates of my story outside of my life outside the podcast. And something glitched with the flag, so the monster didn't spawn. And it was going from when's this monster going to jump out to where fuck this monster and i feel that's how the world of dimness would work you, you just get your players so frustrated you want, that they want the horror to show yeah up. like like you make them like support the horror game by them just going where, where the fuck's this vampire i like it like they, they will actively seek out danger just to get it over with yeah alternatively it's just a crushingly realistic depiction of someone in like a mid-tier job and it's like i don't know that's that's pretty horror yeah that's why they want the vampire <laughs> so well you know if you don't want to go and hunt this vampire you do need to do a report for hr mm. I feel like i think i prefer to go for So I feel like the other alternative is, yeah, you just slowly hype up the scariness of your other games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you make the so you give the goblins scary eyeballs. They're meant to be scary eyebrows, but fuck it, scary eyeballs. <laughs> make the giants five feet bigger each session. Just not over the going vampire hunting to avoid boring paperwork, mm. because I just I like this idea a lot. Yeah, it's like it's it's Hump Day, the RPG, where it's like, oh, it's Wednesday. We got we got so much more of the week left. Do you want to go and hunt a vampire? Like I'm just imagining, like someone who's made a vampire. Because they want to, like, get out of work the next day. Um, and it's How just... did they make a vampire? Like, I don't know, can-do spirits. <laughs> Spirit of the Blitz. Yeah. I think that, like, what was I going to say? Yeah, so it's just like, no, they, become, they, like, are made a vampire, as in, like, Someone drinks oh, their okay. blood and turns them into a vampire. Yeah. And then it's just like, yeah, I don't have to go to work tomorrow now, and I'm a blood-sucking monster of the void. I am damned to eternal torment, but at least I'll never have to fill in another form. Wait, what do you mean? I need to get a doctor's note confirming <laughs> that I'm a vampire. You have to like provide at least twenty-four hours, twenty-four hours notice of becoming a vampire. That's the real RPG. 
It's trying to get someone to attest to the fact that you are in fact a vampire yeah. and that means you don't need to attend the meeting. If you haven't been living as a vampire for at least six months. <laughs> I, I'm not bitter about the GIC at all. Anyway. Oh, of course not. <laughs> so back to more wholesome things like vampires. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely feel like, I think the idea we come up with is make your existing games so unbearable that, like, people would like a terrifying game. Um, and I can't see anything that go wrong with this. I, I still genuinely think that gradually ramping up the scary is a good idea. Like, it's yeah. not a horror RPG per se, but it's pretty normal for the stakes to increase as you go on in mm. a game maybe the stakes just increase to the point where you need to stake someone yeah that, that's why they're called stakes yeah and you can have you raise that. the stakes and then you bring them down quickly into the heart uh, and you have that pun at the end so it's not too scary yeah that'll like break break the mood at the end I think we helped here I think we may have actually done good advice Woo. okay quick we need to I'm, I'm very sorry we need to we need to like reverse it uh, become a werewolf yeah and become a clown. yes if that doesn't horrify your party wall if you want to unhorrify us you can give us some money for this entertainment we're providing by going to patreon dot com slash probably bad RPG ideas. I'm getting better at segues. Yeah. It's only been two years. Um probably closer to three at this point. Time is an illusion. But the point is give us some money and we will give you homebrews and bonus episodes and one page or few page RPGs. Um if you have a question you can contact Probably Bad RPG Ideas on Tumblr, Bad Probably on Twitter, or Probably Bad Podcast at gmail.com. And above all else, whatever else happens between now and the next time we speak to you, please remember to have a probably bad day. Bye.